Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Scrambling with Dylan Otto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Canyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Going to be doing something a little bit different this week. Um, I wanted to just kind of do an update on just the podcast, how the photography has been going. Um, summer golf has been starting for me, so just kind of wanted to go over my first tournament and just kind of just to kind of get you some insight on what I'm thinking on the golf course and everything. And then also just kind of what's next for, you know, scrambling media and just kind of what my plan is and how I'm going to go about it. So um, it's been, it's been a while since I've just done a solo episode. I really was kind of excited to do this, to be honest with you. I kind of want to do more of these, but, um, it's, it's cool to see where the podcast has been going. Um, I remember very beginning days when I was up at Sonoma state and starting this podcast and just, it's cool to see how far it's come and just the people I've been able to meet and stuff and the support from all of y'all. So, um, just really thank you for just the the support and the listeners out there and everybody on Instagram and stuff just really appreciate all the support. So, but like I said, I wanted to give an update on the photography and the podcast um, and just how things have been going. So first off, we'll get kicked off with that. And the podcast has been a blast. I've been having such a good time with getting to know so many different people and players, coaches, and just people in the golf world and everything. It's its pretty wild. So, and it, that's been going really well. I have some exciting guests kind of coming up and going to be scheduling some here pretty soon and just to get some more players on. And it's just crazy to see how just college golf has taken off, not only college golf, but even mini tour golf and just professional golf of how, you know, how much attention it gets nowadays. Whereas golf before it wasn't might not have been the most popular thing, but now it is. It's crazy. So it's really cool to see the game growing there and stuff. But I'm um, looking forward to getting some really exciting guests on there. And um, the photography stuff has been something I've really been enjoying. Probably this past season, college season, um, for people that uh, don't know college uh, golf programs, they play year-round, fall and spring. So this last um, this last fall and then this past spring were ki- was kind of my first year, like giving it all I got. Like this is this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to do this full time. Um, so I, I I'm 24 years old and I'm just giving it a go and really chasing my dreams. So I just have been told by many people to just don't give up on your dreams and really wanted to go out there and just giving it all I have. So it's been a blast. Um, it was just. Being able to work with kind of two main teams that I've really been working with lately is Pepperdine University and Southern Methodist University or SMU, some people know. Um, it has been such a fun time going with those two teams and you know going to tournaments and being able to just make content for them 
photos and videos. It's just a blast. And I mean, I just can't thank them enough. I can't thank also the other programs I've been able to do work for. I mean, both men and women's programs at USC, women's program at SDSU. And I mean, just, it's been a really good time and I really look forward to just future teams to work with and stuff as well. But something that just kind of made me think like, this is what I want to do for a living. And it just motivates me even more. And um, I had a couple experiences going to tournaments and stuff with both um, SMU and Pepperdine, especially this past semester, especially. We'll even go back to the fall semester where I was able to go with Pepperdine to Colonial Country Club as they played in um, the the uh, Colonial Collegian, I think it was, or the Ben Hogan Collegian. It's uh, one of those two names at Colonial Country Club. And I never thought, you know, a, a guy from small town Kingsburg would be able to, you know, go with a team like Pepperdine to go you know, get content for them at a place like Colonial Country Club. I mean, that place is, you know, it's world renowned. Just to be on those grounds was pretty amazing. And just to see what everything entailed of a Division One tournament, like high end, we're talking big programs there. And um, just to be with the Pepperdine guys. I mean, I just love that team. We had such good guys on their team this past year and um, also previous years when I've worked with them as well. And Coach Beard and Coach Zambri are just super nice guys, really taking care of me. And um, it was really cool being able to fly with them. Um, fortunately, they flew private for that event, and I've never flown private in my life before. So it was just, it was a very surreal moment. And Coach Beard and Coach Zambri were just really like, they really wanted me to come just to even experience that. So um, I can't thank them enough. It was such a blast, even last fall, just going to tournaments and doing a majority of work with them as well as SMU. It was just a blast going with them and going to Monterey, the preserve with SMU. The preserve is a gorgeous golf course. If you've never been there, it's just, you don't even feel like you, you just don't even feel like you're near like civilization, like, people around there it's just such a hidden gem it's it's crazy but um doing work for them in monterey was such a blast and being with that team is once again great coaches the team is just great culture there so it was just really really cool going to those but um the i want to kind of get back to what i was saying about there was a couple moments where i was just walking on these golf courses and taking photos of these teams and it just really was like a pinch me moment where i was at the Goodwin with SMU, Harding Park. It was a gorgeous day at Harding Park. For the people that don't know, TPC Harding Park is in, you know, San Francisco. And San Francisco weather can be, you know, kind of cloudy and foggy here and there. Whereas we were at the Goodwin and the Goodwin is just a huge tournament that Stanford puts on. But it was sunny. It was gorgeous weather. It was never like, luckily the practice round day actually I wasn't there for the practice round day, but it was like hailing for a little bit. But the next the next couple of days were just amazing out there. It, it was just it was unreal. So being able to do some work for SMU was amazing there and just walking on the grounds there and following that team and just doing what I love doing. It, it just I even texted my dad. I texted him in that moment and said, I'm at TPC Harding Park taking pictures for SMU and making videos and being with the team, walking on the grounds there, literally walking next to the groups with me I, I just told them this is why this is why i want to do this full time this is why i want to do this for a living and it's just such a fun time i just 
that was a pinch me moment. And I can't thank coach Wilkins and coach par enough and the guys over there at SMU for letting me, you know, be with them for that trip and for them wanting to even do some business and stuff. It's just been a really, really cool team to work with and love, love that team there. And then right after that, I went to, um, pasta tiempo with Pepperdine. I was just kind of like, I oh, you know I'll just go, I'll go because I've never been to Pasa Tiempo. This was going to kind of be on my own dollar and just, you know, try and just get some exposure because, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a constant grind. It's not like every tournament I'm going to is, is, um, is getting paid, you know? So it's always, always having to just get out there and talk to teams and stuff. But, um, so I, I went over there got in contact with coach beard a little bit and he wanted to do some, he wanted to do some work whenever we got there. Luckily that worked out. And, just able to once again walk on the grounds of Pasa Tiempo before they started their renovation and just how legendary that golf course is. And just from watching it on TV, I mean, whenever they have that tournament, it's one of the, I think it might be one of the longest, the longest lasting tournaments in college golf. And the Western, you know, it's just being on TV was always so cool. And I was like, I wanted to go there. So um, seeing there, being on the grounds, those greens are insane there. It was unreal, it was with Pepperdine every single day of the tournament. And once again, was able to just take photos and make and do some videos with them and stuff. And it was just really, really cool. I mean, it was just an experience that uh, I just had a great time at. And once again, that Pepperdine team is just amazing. Great guys. They always have good guys on that team. And um, it's just so much fun being able to watch them and create something for them that they appreciate just like, you know, SMU, they, they all, they're all big content people. And so it was just really cool being able to create stuff for them that they really see value in. Um, and that's more, that's something that I've been able to see more and more with just kind of, I mean, not even college golf, just everything, just the world. I mean, with content and social media and stuff, it's just crazy how it's taken off. So, um, those moments were just really, really just pinch me moments and motivate those moments motivated me to want to do this for a living and just really give it all I have. So um, that's just kind of an update on the podcast of photography stuff and how that's been going. It's a grind though. I mean, the photography stuff is, there's nothing guaranteed. It's almost like professional golf where, you know, I'm going out to these tournaments and, you know, just really trying to like, like for example, the, the Golden State Tour, Astro Tour event I go to every year, Bakersfield Open, such a blast great tournament such a well-ran tournament working alongside them and stuff it's just really like opened my eyes about not only professional golf and i mean obviously growing up i wanted to play professionally but that reality went away a, a long time ago because it's it's a grind and um it just is very relatable to this whole photography stuff it, it's a it's a total grind and you got to get out there and whether of course getting paid is great and making money you're gonna you got to make money at the end of the day if you know, to kind of keep a business going, but, um, it's just so much fun going out there. So it's, it's definitely a grind. I know some people probably think, oh yeah, Dylan's at a tournament. He's getting paid. You know, there's, there's definitely moments where I'm still going and just trying to get exposure, trying to talk to teams and just kind of, you know, show them this value and stuff, um, that, that they're missing out on. So, but like I said, more and more people are starting to realize that value and stuff. So hopefully some um, exciting experiences and some exciting business will be coming up with some more programs and stuff in this coming, um, this next season and stuff. But, um, obviously it's summertime right now. And last summer I kind of got the bug to play competition golf again. Um, I went into playing some tournaments. I played in USAM qualifier, NCGA amateur qualifier, 
ended up qualifying for the NCJ amateur um, and had a great time at spyglass was able to vlog the whole thing on YouTube with my dad. Um, and so with summer kind of kicking back up, summer golf has started. I didn't want to vlog the Fresno city amateur just cause it, there wasn't a travel aspect of it. Um, it was just simply me going to the golf course and stuff, but um, it was just like, it was a great time. I didn't play my, I didn't, didn't play near as good as I possibly can. Um, I shot 71, 78, 75, finished tie 26th, I think. Um, and it was just kind of rough. I mean, it was just the first tournament back, I guess. I don't know if that was maybe a factor at all, just kind of get the competition juices flowing again. But I was feeling really good going into that tournament. I had been swinging it really well. I got this new passion back for the game of golf. I mean, when I was graduating college, and I even posted this on my personal Instagram, but I just was in like such a dark place that I didn't want to play golf anymore. Golf was like, I was, I put the sticks away and I was just happy without playing golf for a while there. Cause I was just so burnt out and so over it. It was just really, really weird. And um, luckily I was able to just find a new passion for the game of golf and, um, that has continued. I mean, I've joined Kings River Country Club, my my local home course that I kind of grew up playing a little bit and um, just got the bug back to wanting to play and compete. So played in that Fresno City Amateur and um, the first round I, I I got behind the eight ball quick. First first tee shot hit one out of bounds and was just kind of rattled me a little bit. It was kind of like, where did that come from, Dylan? So um, but it was it was a blast, though, being able to just fight back and finishing Eagle par birdie was uh, something I was really proud of, uh, really proud of myself finishing strong that whole tournament I did and having my dad on the bag. It was such a great time. I love anytime I can spend time with him, especially on the golf course. It, it's just uh, we have this bond that um, a father son bond that is just there's nothing like it. I feel like whenever you can play golf with your son for so many years and he knows my game better than anybody else. So it was just a great time having him out there. Second round, 78. Um not good. That was just really, really bad golf. I did going into this week, I did put a new set of irons um, in the bag. And I'd only been, I had played, I think, about two and a half, three rounds with them before before the Fresno City Amateur. So I was feeling good. I had played really well with them. I shot um, 67 at Kings River, played nine holes, um, had shot... I shot 32 with them. And then I played for, um, played Riverside before the Fresno City Amateur shot four under 68. I was like, okay, you know, irons are feeling good. Let's keep them in the bag. And um, it was just wild. I got, especially in that second round when I shot 78, I, I was so just not committed to golf shots. I, I could not commit to the number and I just did not feel confident. It was very, very weird. And um, at the Fresno City Amateur, for people that don't know, the greens are insanely hard tucked pins and it's hard to score with tucked pins and hard greens when you're playing from such thick rough that you can't really stop the ball and um driver was horrendous the second round it was it was pretty rough so uh, it was just very weird very weird golf there and the last day 75 was once again i got behind the eight ball on i i don't even know my first three holes each round, I probably was a total of, I'm going to take a wild guess. I don't have my stats down as, as good as I, um, as good as I did last summer. I was probably six over six over. 
and that is just terrible. I mean, it was just really bad. I, I was probably even worse, to be honest with you. But um, I finished strong. That's what luckily I was able to save a little bit of these rounds. But um, so that was something that I want to work on is obviously getting off to a better start that that would definitely help the round. But also being committed to golf shots. Um, I did post on my personal Instagram, my kind of a small assessment of the week. And some of my positives were um, being able to see some of my buddies and just being able to talk to them. I had a great time out there competing. It was so much fun to get out there and compete again. And my other thing was that I finished strong in my rounds. I mean, I would say my last three holes, 16, 17, 18, I think I played five under, I think. So luckily I was able to kind of finish strong in my in the rounds and stuff. But um, yeah, I just need to work on those beginning, the beginning, um, just getting things going and stuff. It was kind of crazy. So um, but Hey, it was the first one. I'm really looking forward to the rest of the summer. And, um, like I said, I, I do have, I have quite a bit planned for this summer playing in wise. Um, my next thing is us amateur qualifier at dragonfly. I've played there numerous times back in my Reedley days and have shot quite a bit of uh, low numbers out there. Obviously it's going to be totally different. It's going to be USAM, uh, qualifier 36 holes. It's going to probably going to be about a hundred degrees. There's no sun out there or there's no shade out there. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to be a grind, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it though. I'm looking forward to that. And then after that, I have, um, NCGA amateur qualifier up at Ansel Hoffman in kind of Sacramento area. And, um, I played there one time I played there a tournament once there before, but we're probably going to get a practice round there. My dad and I just to kind of see the course a little bit and stuff. And so hopefully we'll be able to qualify for that again. That was a great time at Spyglass last year. Um, gorgeous golf course Spyglass was, and just wanted to get out there and just kind of redeem myself once again, because I didn't play the greatest there. So hopefully, um, hopefully if one of those two or if both of them work out or if they don't work out, it so be it. But, um, so we're planning on, you know, those are qualifiers, hopefully getting into tournaments after that. Um, and then after that, I have some stuff at my home course, Kings River Country Club. I'm going to play in the uh, Kings River Open. I played in it before um, I when I wasn't a member and um, I was just under my dad's membership and um, won that event. So looking forward to getting back out there as a member and just being able to go out there and compete at my home course. And it'll be open to the public. So that'll be really cool. Um, and also the club championship. Uh, that's a tournament I've been really wanting to play in ever since I was a kid, ever since we joined out there in 2010. And I couldn't play in it when I was a kid because I wasn't considered the member. I was just a kid of a member. So um, looking forward to getting in that and playing in that. And um, that would be really cool because I was the junior club championship there, um, which is interesting that they let me play in the junior club championship, but I couldn't play in the real club championship. But whatever. I was able to win that a couple times at Kings River. So those are kind of the events that I have planned and I'm really looking forward to just competing because there's no other feeling than when you're playing golf and you're competing and you have that adrenaline rush and you just, it means something. So I'm looking forward to that and stuff, but um, the game has been feeling like pretty solid though. Like I know I didn't play very good at Fresno city amateur, but whenever I'm swinging it, like this is the best I've been mentally and physically Ever since probably my really college days, um, my freshman year at really college, I played pretty well. That was probably some of the best golf I've ever played. And it's just nice getting back to that and getting back to the, ment the mental part of it. Whenever I was in my really days, I didn't really think much about 
um, the mental part of the game. I just thought I you need to go out there and I need to shoot a number and um, I need to play well because I need to transfer. And then I got to Sonoma State and kind of the same thing. I was just, it was a new environment for me. And uh, I just was not mentally strong. I was not mentally as strong as I am now. My new mindset is just totally different. My course management is totally different. I would say before you have to be your best friend out there. Like you can be your worst enemy at times. And I think that's where that's how I was in my earlier days in my college career, because I was just so like putting this pressure on myself that I had to play well Um, at Ridley. I was just, I was playing the number one and two spot and I felt like I was just putting a lot of pressure on myself. And then once I got to Sonoma state, I felt like, okay, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of a, a guy that has a couple years of college golf under their belt. And I wanted to be a leader on the team um, team wise, not, I mean, playing wise, great. That would be awesome. But I feel like I was putting a lot of pressure on myself and, um, and just kind of maybe taking the game a little too serious because at the end of the day, it is just a game like this. It's not the end of the world. If I shoot a bad score and just really trying to just enjoy the moment while I'm, while I'm playing and stuff. So um, ever since graduating, I, like I said, I took that time off and just didn't want anything to do with the game. And then I started to realize that not having the game of golf involved in my life was something that I just could not live without. And so I was able to get back into it and just found this new passion for the game of golf and expectations. They're still, I think they're always going to be up there just because of the years of playing golf and just playing competitive golf. And whenever you develop a certain kind of game, you just have expectations, but they're definitely, if I don't achieve them, it's definitely not the end of the world anymore. And it's definitely more about enjoying the moment, enjoying the pro like enjoying the moment because whenever I'm traveling with, whether it be with myself, a buddy or my dad, or especially when I have my dad on the bag, it's just kind of a moment when you're walking down the fairway and you're like, you're competing in a tournament and you're going head to head with the golf course and the other people in the field and having somebody, you know, walking down the fairway with you, especially a person like my dad, it was just, it's just kind of a surreal moment to be able to do that still with him. So, um, playing competitive golf wise this summer i'm looking forward to it and just getting out there and hopefully you know shooting some low numbers if i do great if i don't it's fine it's it's just a great time at the end of the day so and the next thing i kind of want to talk about is what's next for myself what's next for the podcast and what's next for the photography stuff for myself i want to continue to grow and learn as much as i can about not only the game of golf about the podcast, about other people, about their stories, about photography, but just about life. I mean, I had a plan when I was younger that this is what I was going to be doing um, whenever I got older and this and that. And I never would have thought I'd be, I never thought that I would have a podcast or I never thought I would have started a podcast or wanted to chase my dreams in a photography business. So it's a, it's pretty wild, but I'm really looking forward to just learning as much as I can. And that's just kind of my motto is learning as I go. And um, that's definitely just not only this photography and podcast and golf stuff, but just life as well. So definitely learning as I go. But um, the future for the podcast is to continue to do what I'm doing. Um, you know, once a week coming out with episodes, getting guests on to tell their stories. Like I started from the very beginning, every golfer has a story. And to be able to hear their journey in the game of golf, whether it be playing wise, industry wise, just 
whatever it is, I, I just, I, I want to hear it. it. It's so cool to hear these stories. I hope y'all are enjoying that as well. So it's just, um, it's something I love putting out there and hopefully everybody appreciates, but that's kind of what I want to do with the podcast, continue to do that. And photography stuff wise, um, I want to continue to grow my clientele, work with, uh, you know, whether it's work with the biggest programs in college golf or working with just somebody that just wants really cool content. And I'm all for that. And not only that, but organizations as well. Um, I've had some talks with the Asher tour. Maybe something will come of that this next season for them. Maybe be able to do some more work with them. That would be great. Traveling, you know, kind of up and down California. They're looking to expand as well. Tournament wise, I don't really want to say where, but not in California. So it would just be really cool to see where their journey goes as well and stuff. So, but that's just kind of, that's kind of an update. And I, I, I'm looking forward to kind of giving these updates. I think after every tournament I play in, I'm going to try and hop on and really talk about what I was thinking through the, through these shots and everything like that. I know I didn't talk about kind of shot by shot, but just kind of the round to round basis. Um, but that's just kind of an update on kind of all things scrambling media myself. And, you know, I just, I can't thank everybody enough, just the support and everything on Instagram and everything like that. I've been trying to, you know, post more of my work with photos and everything and trying to make it a little more fun. Um, but yeah, I just really looking forward to the future. I don't know what the future is going to bring, but um, I'm going to give everything I have and um, just really chase my dreams because I don't want to live my life with any regrets at the end of the day. And um, I just want to be able to say like, hey, I gave this a good run and that's what I'm doing. And if it becomes if it becomes something big, then great. Um, If not, it's okay. There's always something that'll everything. Everything happens for a reason and it'll all be okay. It'll all be okay. So um, but once again, everybody just wanted to give you an update just kind of on all things scrambling media. I really appreciate you guys just all the support and everything. And I'm really looking forward to bringing more guests on here, taking some cool photos, making some cool videos for y'all and just be able to check it out. So yeah, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Delonato with a little bit of an update from, you know, just everything that's been going on. And always, if anybody ever sees me out on a course or out somewhere taking photos or playing, don't be afraid to stop and say what's up. Always appreciate everybody and your support. So thank you. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes, like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.